In this podcast episode, I refer to BetterHelp, an online therapy platform. I do realize that BetterHelp has had and received a lot of mixed reviews, not just for the platform itself, but for the therapists that are on that platform. I do want to share that my experience with BetterHelp has been really great, and the therapists that I've been working with, I found them on BetterHelp and have been with them for over a year. Before going on to BetterHelp, please do your due diligence. I have referenced a referral link below, but of course, do what works best for you. Because of my identities and experiences, being in between, I'm basically living in the twilight zone of playing creativity and magic. That is fucking cool. Hello, hello, everyone. I'm Cassandra Lay, and you're listening to I'm Lost, So What? The podcast exploring between belonging and carving your own path. For all the peeps out there who kind of know what you're doing, but still question, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I'm with you. Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Lost, So What? So in today's episode, we are getting existential again. And honestly, a little bit of a disclaimer because this subject is a little a little squishy for me and something that I think may cause me to cry. So if you hear a little sniffle sniffle here and there throughout the episode, just pull out a tissue for me, will ya? And if you are one of those people who cries when other people cries, my bad, sorry about that. I don't know where you are listening to this episode, if it's in your car, if you're on the metro and you're crying in public. My bad, y'all, my bad. So in today, we're getting existential because I want to talk about identity, death, and grieving. So this episode is titled, Rest in Peace to the Me I Learned to Love. And that is already giving me goosebumps and giving me a little teary-eyed. But let's, let's dive into this because this has been sitting on my heart for a really long time, and I feel like I haven't really been able to talk about it. I've written a lot about it in my journal or uh, to a previous newsletter I used to have, and I've talked about it with like you know my partner, but I've never actually really shared about it. And if you have scrolled through my Instagram, I've also shared bits and pieces of it there, but not not like this. And Today, I really want to dive into grieving identity deaths. And before we go into, you know, this whole grieving process and all of that, I want to dive into what is an identity death. Uh, I've linked in the show notes a an Instagram post that I shared a while back that kind of explored this idea. And then one of my other friends messaged me and they actually asked me, hey, you know what? I think instead of, you know, first defining identity, I think you need to define what death is. And that's what we're about to do right now. So I've been thinking about it and I'm going to answer two questions next, which is what is death and what is identity? So to me, death is really scary to talk about because I don't think I've actually ever talked about it openly. I feel like this is a topic that is very taboo. And for me, death is when, of course, you you leave this planet, uh, but death can also be when something ends, right? Like when a relationship ends, when, I don't know, a 
career ends, um, when a plant dies. That's actually very sad. Uh, and what happens after death is we usually mourn and grieve because it's kind of a large change to something that we were used to. And how I interpret death is that, you know, it doesn't necessarily like, I'm not talking about like when a person leaves us or, you know, when a person leaves the planet, I'm talking more about like when change and transition happens, when how I interpret death is that yes, it ends, but the moment or the experience stays with you. So you kind of carry that for the rest of your life, really. And you could call that experience now. And, you know, now you have experience to live off of and you have lessons and concepts that you've learned because of this transition and change. So that's how I interpret death, that we always kind of carry this with us because we're still here and these changes and transitions basically shape how we do things because that's what we experienced. Now, what is identity and how do I understand identity? So I understand identity as a very fluid thing. We can change identities. We can pick up identities. We can drop identities. And our identities are made up of our personal stories, our beliefs, our actions, our experiences. It could be based off of, you know, our cultures. It could be based off of how we, what we like, what we don't like. And all of that is fluid because as we grow and change and experience different things in life, it influences our identity because we can say, oh yeah, I hate pickles. And then three months later, you'll be like, I fucking love pickles. I actually love pickles. Um, but that could be part of your identity. So that is first, what is it? What I believe to be death and what I believe to be identity. Now, what is an identity death? And I think an identity death is, this is from my Instagram post. I'm just going to read it to you. An identity death is, are we reinventing ourselves or are we shedding cultural or social programming of what we thought we were? And the question I pose is, are we, were we always this person or are we becoming this person? And my definition of an identity death, this is from my Instagram post that I shared uh, back in October of 2022, is that when you realize that an identity that you once used or identified with doesn't fit or align with your current beliefs, situation, stories, or values. Identity deaths can happen when you move into a different season of your life, you had a major milestone, you had a mindset shift, or something happened that makes you question an identity that you had. And we can get more into this because this Instagram post talks about like reinvention versus shedding, being and becoming, and you know, deconstructing time, context, culture, and society. That I think will have to be a whole separate episode. But that is what I believe is an identity death. That's how I define it. Let me just share that one more time. 
Um, it is when you realize that an identity that you once used doesn't fit or align with your current beliefs, situation, stories, or values. Identity deaths can happen when you move into a different season of your life. You had a major milestone, mindset shift, or something happened that makes you question an identity that you had. So in 2022, last year, uh, 2022, I basically spent the entire year grieving. And let me just take a breath there. That sounds really intense. I spent the entire year grieving myself. Ooh, the tears are already coming, y'all. So I spent an entire year grieving myself, mainly because of this identity I had and this idea I had of this person. And this person was me, like the identity that I had and who I believed I was. And it wasn't just who I believed I was. It was all of the vision, like the vision and the all of the goals I had as this person, this person that I was grieving. And what I realized was that who I was, how I was, my stories, my beliefs, my actions, um, they were hurting me and I didn't want to be that person anymore. And that was so sad because like I said, in the beginning of this episode, this, this episode is called rest in peace to the me I learned to love. And when I realized that I wasn't this person anymore, this idea all the goals I had, the vision I had of attached to this person, I realized was hurting me as in me, myself hurting myself. I'm telling y'all like this is existential meta, all of this stuff. I felt immense love and attachment to this person because I've been working on this person for 10 years. Ooh, tears. This person, me, me, me 10 years ago, I've been working on myself or working on like certain things personally through life coaching, through therapy, through just journaling and like understanding myself more. Uh, from my junior year of college when I was about 2021 20, up until last year when I turned 30 and this person with all of the things that I was going through, I, I learned, I really learned to love this person, myself. I really learned to love that version of myself. I learned to love who I was. I learned to, you know, love my ideas and really understand what my beliefs and values were. I learned I was worthy of love and choosing myself uh, in those past 10 years. And the biggest thing was who I was or who I am really, because this person doesn't necessarily stop, right? If we're going off of my definition of death, like I carry this person with me all the time, who I was, who I am, the past, the me 10 years ago, or the me within the age range of 20 to 30, um, this person got me to where I am today, where I am today, which is sitting in my office. It is currently 11 26 PM. I am in Toledo, Spain. And I am by myself recording in my office 
with like my watercolor paintings, my 2023 vision board. I've got my squishmallows and my oracle cards and all my fun, funky colors. And that me 10 years ago, or the me time frame 10 years, uh, got me to here. That person, like, I had grit. Not saying that I don't now, but like, this person, me, Cassandra, had grit, perseverance, resilience, patience, tenacity, strength, guts. This person, me, worked so hard to get to where I am right now. Like, I loved this person. I love this person. I love that Cassandra because I am so proud of that Cassandra. I am so proud of myself that I I got here. This was the dream. This was my vision. This was my goal for 10 years, then five years. And here I am sitting today running the business that I wanted, having this fun creative project living in a place that I really enjoy, having color and creative time. And I I am really proud of myself and I am really like, I really love this about myself. And then I realized last year that that me was hurting me, that this grit perseverance, resilience, the tenacity, strength, guts, and courage I had, while all those things are amazing, they were hurting me and it wasn't what I needed or wanted anymore. Like I didn't, like in 2022, I realized like the grit and perseverance and resilience that I relied on, the strength and guts and courage that I brought to the table these past five years, the past 10 years, showing up for myself, like pushing, pushing, pushing was hurting me. And it, it wasn't what I wanted or needed at the moment. And I realized that I needed to let that Cassandra go. And that's when I realized that I was having like an identity death and it was, it was, and I mean, still going through it, I believe really painful. Uh, I had a lot of fear. Well, I'm talking about this like it's past tense, it's like it happened. Um, I would say it's still happening. So still lots of fear and lots of pain and worrying about if this is right. Is this what I want? Uh, I feel like really sad and guilty to let this version of myself go. This person, like this version of Cassandra that brought so much grit and perseverance, so much resilience, so much courage so much strength to the to the table for something different like i'm letting this person go like this person me the me i am was see how this is kind of hard and existential i'm like i'm choosing to let this person go this person that got me here and i feel guilty because it's like dude this person this person's awesome. This fucking person is fucking great. This person like got us to where we are today. How can you let this person go? 
And I was not sure how to fully honor my, like fully honor that version of myself and then welcome in a, a new identity, a different identity. And I think what has happened mm, around the end of last year and moving into this year, so like still happening right now as I'm recording this, I, I'm realizing what this new version of Cassandra is and who I represent, what I want now, what I am, where am I in my journey and the vision and goals that this new version of me has. And I don't know if it's necessarily a new version of me or if this person has always been there. I just needed to go through like different stages of who I am. And that's kind of difficult because it's like, oh, I have to let go of this Cassandra that like brought so much to the table. And now I'm moving into, okay, well, this Cassandra doesn't really know what she wants. Uh, this Cassandra's a little lost. So what? <laughs> See what I did there? Um, this Cassandra is kind of like, hmm, can I be a different way? Was I always this way? Is this who I really am? And now I'm going into like this whole accepting period of accepting this I this new, I always say new, and maybe new is not like the, the best word but I don't know what other word to use. Maybe um, the Cassandra that's always been there, I guess. My higher self, if you're into like spirituality. Uh, maybe that's it. Higher self Cassandra. Is that it? I don't know. New Cassandra? This version of Cassandra? Today Cassandra? Who knows? But I'm I'm relearning, I'm learning to re-love myself in this process because, you know, like I said before, 10 years ago, within the past 10 years, I have learned to love myself. I learned to love, you know, who, of course, it's always a work in progress, you know, there are days, but um, I have learned to love myself. I've learned to accept myself. I've learned to speak up for myself. I've learned to ask for what I want. I learned to understand what my beliefs were. I learned to understand what my values were. I learned to stand up for my values. And now, this next iteration of who I am, I have to relearn. Well, I have to learn how to relove myself because I have new beliefs, new values, new ideas, new ways of showing up, new ways of being that I don't know yet, but I have to learn what they are. And that has been a whole work in progress. Um, it's been requiring a lot of self-compassion, a lot of gentleness with myself, and a lot of care, like a lot, a lot of care. I I think I've become a lot more aware and intentional of certain things that I do in my life, certain habits, certain, I guess, behaviors, and it's actually caused me to run into a lot of growing pains. Like I feel like there's this huge gap right now because I I learned to love myself over the past 10 years. And then all of a sudden in 2022 I realized, hmm, that's that's not what I want anymore. That's not what I need anymore. And I was acting like, you know, this is who I am. 
I picked up habits and patterns and behaviors and ways of thinking and being over the past 10 years. And then all of a sudden decided, well, this is not what I want anymore. This is not what I need. Ah, I need something else. And now I have to relearn and relove me because I'm not only relearning who I am and reloving myself. Gosh, I'm like teary. <laughs> I have, I'm learning. It's not just relearning myself and reloving myself. It is learning not to fall back into this old me that was, you know, causing me pain in certain ways. It is, you know, having compassion and self-compassion, gentleness and care because this person got me to where I am. And that version of myself is like fucking awesome because that Cassandra was, you know, I'm showing up and not taking your shit and just doing the damn thing. And now this Cassandra is like, hmm, I need more softness. I need more gentleness. I need more care. I need more compassion. I need more grace. And that has got me running into lots of things like fear, mindset blocks, guilt, shame, uh, repeating old cycles and patterns because it's default and easy and got me thinking that I am worried because I think I'm going to mess it all up. And I'm not totally sure where we're going from here. I feel like this is totally an episode that could just be played in my therapy session. But it's interesting because last year I had this like huge shock of, oh, I am grieving, but I don't know what I'm grieving. And it took me a while to figure out what it exactly it is that I am grieving because I was like, hmm, I feel sad. And I don't know why I feel sad. And I was like bringing the, this concept to my therapist and she was like, what is what's going on? And I was like journaling a lot. And I remember on my 30th birthday, I did a a tarot spread and an oracle spread. And all of a sudden I felt like this huge energy of just like my, I guess my ancestors, like my grandma um, and my great grandma and my great uncle and a few people in my life, like friends from college and uh family friends who passed really young, they all started like calling me. And I remember in one of my life coaching sessions with, uh, Jolinda Johnson, who was my life coach, she mentioned something that I thought was really interesting. She was saying, you know, if you're running into certain things and they don't feel like yours, it honestly could be the, the generational stuff like it could be from your ancestors that, you know, they're, they're worried and they're not sure. And they're a little scared too. And they're kind of pushing it onto you. And I think that's what it was. Uh, I felt a lot of like, not just my own fear and, you know, realizations of, Hey, you know, the way I'm showing up is hurting me and the way I'm showing up is not what I need anymore. It was a lot of, okay, I realized that. And then spiritually I had other people's stuff from generations ago that were showing up that was, you know, scared, worried, not sure. Eh, what are you doing? Like, you're doing so well. Why change now? You know, this is not, this is not going to work. Maybe like, 
maybe you can just hang on and like push through. It's okay. And I remember after a coaching session, I, I journaled a little bit more and I realized these are not my fears. These are not my, my things. It doesn't feel like mine. It doesn't sit in my body in the same way when I know it's mine. And that's come up. I mean, so many things have come up since I feel like this whole grieving the me I learned to love and now learning, relearning to love this me is, is a whole shebang. I have no idea. Uh, what is actually helping with this transition? Therapy. Shout out to my therapists, uh, Janelle and to better help for being awesome and for supporting me and having a space where I can go and talk about this. I mean, not this specifically, but just like other things that are coming up, you know, that's been really amazing. And if you want a free week to better help and to therapy, then I have put a code in the show notes. If you want to check out better help, Uh, Something else that's also been helping with this transition is I've just started working with Giselle Allen, who is a life and leadership coach for Black Indigenous women of color. And that's been really helpful to talk to somebody because I've, it's not just like how I'm showing up personally. I've noticed that like, and I mentioned this on Instagram, if you follow me, I started noticing a really big gap in my leadership and how I wanted to be and you know, how I wanted to show up, not just as like a business owner, but as like a literal human and that this coaching has helped a lot. Uh, something else that's been helping me with this transition of, you know, grieving my identity death and learning to relove myself in the process is leaning into my creativity and joy outside of work. Yay to removing, well, not fully removing, but, you know, working to remove internalized capitalism and white supremacy. It's an ongoing process here. And if you listen to episode three of the I'm Lost So What podcast, I talk about, you know, what it is to have a separate personal brand and a business brand. And I think having my personal brand and my own vision that is not related to work all the time is so helpful. Uh, I'm not so tied into the business anymore and I can remove myself from the day to day, which gives me a lot of space and time and creativity for just expression and joy and fun. And I don't have to like be this thing because I'm not the human embodiment of this thing. I, I definitely recommend listening to the episode if you are thinking about, you know, personal branding creator or business brand and all of that stuff. Something else that's been really helping with this transition has also been uh, creating my life in my home. And when I say my home, it is Spain. Ooh, that's a big one. Ooh, let me say that again. That felt like scary and nerve wracking and good. My home is Spain and really accepting that this is home has been awesome. Uh, I know that I talk about being location independent and I am technically, uh, but I do love having a home base and my home base is Spain and it's been amazing to be more involved in the community here. I get to network with other small business owners I've gotten to meet some really awesome people. There are 
restaurant owners and store owners who know me. Like, it's really cool to be in a place, especially in like a foreign country and a foreign language. Like, I go to the nail salon and they're like, Hola, Cassandra, ¿qué tal? ¿Cómo vas? ¿Qué tal estaba en Estados Unidos? Things like that, where they like ask me questions and I'm like, oh my gosh, like we know each other. Like, you get me. Like, we're friends. Maybe not friends, but like acquaintances. Like, that's cool. Like, this is home. This is what I wanted. Like, I wanted people to know me. I wanted to go to, like, my fruit stand. And they're always like, okay, I got you the apples. They're always here. You know, things like that. And that, I think, has been really awesome. Building my network in Spain, specifically in Toledo, and meeting other small business owners, frequently going to restaurants and cafes and stuff, creating, like, a little routine for myself creating a life outside of work and business and meeting friends that's been really really awesome and that's like helped so much especially because like I feel like I belong because I've made and decided that home is here and I'm also allowing myself to belong and I think that's a big one because you know I don't always talk about belonging, but like this podcast is here to explore people who are floaters, people who are lost, people who are multicultural hyphenated people who kind of like fit in here, don't fit in on all of this stuff. And I feel like I've always been on a journey to belong. And then I've also been on a journey to like not belong because I want to carve my own path. And I think me allowing myself to belong in this community space and like in this new version of myself, this next iteration of my identity, it's been really nice and safe because instead of always looking at how I don't belong and, you know, looking for things that kind of like always make me stick out, which still happens, you know, because like, well, Spain is quite homogenous and I live in a smaller city than Madrid. Uh, but now I think I've accepted that I will always be in the in-between. Like I will always be a, a floater. And because of that, because of my identities and experiences being in between, I'm basically living in the twilight zone of playing creativity and magic. That is fucking cool. That's fucking amazing. Like, do you know how, what the opportunities look like because I get to play in the twilight zone? Like I'm over here tearing up like y'all, this podcast is just mm, realizations for myself. Like if you're getting something out of this awesome, but like me, I'm like saying this stuff out loud and I'm like, wow, I am allowing myself to belong. I am grieving the person I was over the past five to 10 years. I am learning to relove myself now and I am accepting that I will always be in the in between because of my identities and experiences and I occupy and live in the twilight zone where I get to play, create and have fun with all of the magic that exists there. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. I'm just going to end it there because I don't really have much else to say. Like still grieving my identity death, still trying to figure out what the heck I'm doing. 
I feel like it's a whole new adventure every single day. And I get to learn how to love this part of me, this next part of me, this next me, in all of my weird quirks and wild things. And if you're currently going through something similar, if you feel like, whoa, <laughs> this episode was like existential meta and all the things, if you're currently going through an identity death, I feel you. It's tough. It's intense. A lot of emotions. Lots of crying. I'm holding space. I always like to end with a question. I did not give you all questions to ponder or journal on in this episode, not like the, all the other ones. But the question I have is... What would life look like if you allowed yourself to belong? And what could you create in your own twilight zone? Ooh, that felt good. If you want to, send me a message on Instagram at Cassandra TLE and let's talk about it if you're open to it. And if not, that's okay too. But if you want to chat more, then send me a message. I love talking about this. All right, y'all. I will see you in the next episode. Stay fierce, fam. If you're hearing this message, that means you made it to the end of this episode. Yay, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and thought to yourself, whoa, it me, I'd love if you could share this with others, post about it on social media, and or leave a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe too. Want to hang out with me in other areas of the internet? You can follow me on Instagram at Cassandra TLE for brand message and content marketing tips and resources. Check out my business at the Corky Pineapple Studio. Thanks again and see you in the next episode. Stay fierce, fam.